2: for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right, that's
3: right, that's right. A little bit of inside baseball.
4: There. Oh, no. Hey, you can turn down that third mic. We don't need it anymore.
3: That was deep. dude.
4: I mean, I saw you turn it <laughs> on, and <laughs> I was like, oh.
3: <laughs>
4: hey, let's Boy. have a moment of silence for... The one we've lost. Thank you, guys. Do one thing for me. You're watching sports. You get a hunch. Put a dollar on it. Take them to Aruba. And bleep that sh- i can't believe what's he doing he's standing out there he misses us he misses us here he comes turn on the mic he misses us no no he walked on by uh, he did look in here he did like oh uh, he room. looked like a sad puppy he didn't know where to go <laughs> oh that's so terrible <laughs> uh, 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 oh hit it just I, hit it just hit it i got it wait wait we're gonna do it live right Do it, Ray. I mean. (laughs) Arnold, get over here, man. We're going to do it live. We are the one, two, three. Soar Losers. What up, everybody? I am Lunchbox. I know the most about sports. So I'll give you the sports facts, my sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports genius.
3: What up, y'all? It is Sizen. Wasn't used to go right there. I'm from the north. I'm an alpha male. I live on the west side of Nashville with Bazer. On the weekends, we shotgun White Claws. This weekend with the Masters, there were a lot of them being put down. Primarily Friday, took Saturday off, and then drank some more on Sunday.
4: Over to you. Why did you take Saturday off?
3: Dude, Saturday was weird because I had to go help her lift stuff with her parents. I'm not going to be all drunk trying to lift stuff into a car. I didn't know if I was going to be driving Was she all.
4: moving out of your place and moving into her parents?
3: No, they had an event. They uh, East, they basically did an Easter event on Saturday. Got it. So And then she said she was going to need help again, so I didn't know if a ride was involved. Or, so I just had literally one drink, and there was no Masters, so, and it was foggy out and rainy. So there's not really – I know some people are – morbid like that and drink when it's dark and if it's not sunny i don't really feel like drinking
4: it's kind of sad it's a depressing time to drink and and the masters on saturday i mean what the hell took them so long to cancel it i mean the dudes were playing there, there were puddles on the green and there's people putting and i mean i have never seen a golf tournament where they're just carrying umbrellas the players i don't think i've ever seen that it's pretty awesome tiger had a dope umbrella
3: but they, I read, did,
4: they had some cool-ass umbrellas.
3: And all the fans had their tool-ass Masters umbrellas oh, that they probably the ma- paid 200 for. The
4: Masters made $2 million on umbrellas alone.
3: Titans do it every year. Whenever it rains, then you're going to buy the Titans crap that you never wear again that's waterproof. Yeah.
4: Oh, let me buy a poncho. Let me spend $30 on a poncho that is a freaking plastic bag, and I'm going to throw it in the trash when I walk out of here.
3: So this isn't going to answer your question, but it may start to. I guess the greens at the Masters are unlike any other. It's the tournament. Unlike any other. <laughs> <laughs> the Masters. But I saw something where they aired. On airing. CBS. There's some system underneath them where they pump crap out of them. It, it's not our local muni.
4: No way. Yeah. It's not like McCabe.
3: But there's a lot of crap under those greens you had no idea was there. Something about it going up, vaporizing and this and that. I read something, didn't memorize it, forgot we had a podcast. No, no,
4: I understand. I don't care about what's underneath. There were puddles on the green. Well, because they obviously wanted to get – so they got some holes in. They They got got some, but once it started monsooning, it was like, okay, let's stop it. No, we're going to keep playing. Okay, hit it into this. Then trees are falling down. They didn't need to do
3: that because they could – you can squeeze two rounds of golf in on a Sunday. Very tight. We we learned that from the Dell, though, because on the Dell, I think they squeezed two in.
4: Yeah, well, the Dell is different when it's only four players pl- or whatever because Correct. it's the semifinals and finals. So there's only four players. This is, you're having shotgun starts, people going off number nine, people, whatever. But it was crazy. And then the trees falling? That's Holy, it's going to happen. In Nashville, with
3: this wind and rain, we noticed that they can happen. It can also, I guess, happen in Georgia. But I don't know how people didn't die. You hear them coming down, they creak in the grounds. Unless some of those older people, no, 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 but they they got out of town, out of the way in seconds before. But a tree as it's five feet wide, you kind of judge it with branches. All you got to that, that tree was right seventy you, feet tall. But you have thirty seconds warning to get five feet. I mean, even if old grandpa is in a wheelchair, I think he can manage to do that.
4: And I, my first thought was, that's some live shit. I'm thinking. Some people that work with Liv. Never thought that. This is this, oh. this is my conspiracy theory. <laughs> they had Brooks Kepka in the lead, and they were like, listen. If we cause some kind of catastrophe, Liv wins the Masters. They're not going to be able to play the tournament, and Liv will be the champion. But if that's tied back to you, that's murder. Yeah. But Liv is good at covering things up.
3: But my question is this when the trees fell was brooks leading he was leading so they didn't need
4: the trees so that doesn't make any sense with no the no time they line. wanted the, they wanted the tournament to be oh that's the winner because he was leading after however many holes now that makes more sense now i don't really believe that it was a live thing just when i saw it I was like oh here we go they're trying to take out john rom and thank god for the masters
3: and all their cameras any other tournament we would have never had footage would have never seen it but they had every hole if you guys followed the masters at all let me switch up this music bed. Sorry about that. If you followed the Masters, it showed every golfer's every swing at every hole. No other tournament does that.
4: But you Incredible. gotta go to the website. You know what I read about in the Masters this weekend? I was doing some deep dives. There was articles, so I'm clicking on them. You want to know how much they make from their TV rights in America? Hundred million. Guess again. Less. Zero dollars. Zero dollars because they want to control it. Ding ding ding, they give ESPN and CBS or whatever—I think it's CBS—they gave them absolutely for free as long as they can have creative control. That is so crazy, and they don't sell merch online. You have to buy merch at the Masters. That's it. You can gotta you get it at eBay. Well, maybe eBay at yeah. secondary sales, but I'm saying they were saying how they leave so much money on the table. Just so they can have control, plus they want people to have to go there to buy the merchandise. If they sold merchandise online, people would be buying it year-round. Instead, they sell it, boom, in the pro shop. That's it. So when you see somebody
3: wearing it, it's a little bit of a flex.
4: Yes, that means they either know someone that's been there or they've been there.
3: The Dodds baby got a onesie that was the Masters. How the hell did they get that? They must know a person that went and got the onesie at Augusta? Has to be,
4: because you can't buy it online. So that's a flex, though. That it, well, I mean, I don't there's know. not a
3: poor kid at school that's going to wear Augusta Masters. Okay, stuff. you're
4: right. A poor kid is not going to wear it because he doesn't have it.
3: Right, so it's almost a designer brand. They've made it that exclusive.
4: Like I, my fa- friends this weekend, they had a one-year-old birthday party for their kid. They don't live here, but they had it master hole in one. Tournament. No hole in one, and everybody dressed in master stuff. That's cool. Yeah, like themed, like it was color So it was like you know, he had a white jumpsuit and he had his name on it. And then they were in their golf attire and it was pretty cool. Well, thought- you know
3: they go drinking. There's a thing where a bunch of coeds they'll go drink around town and the girls wear their skirts. They're a golfer girls and the guys are golfer guys and it's kind of masters themed. And you go to different bars and you dress up as golfers. It's a themed
4: type thing. Yeah, yeah, I've done a I've done a bar crawl like that. Now here's you wonder how much they make in merch? Ten million dollars in merchandise a day during the freaking masters. Yeah. A million dollars an hour. Sixteen thousand dollars of merchandise is sold every minute. Two hundred and seventy-seven dollars worth every second. That is unbelievable. You know what I was catching myself doing? Looking in the crowd. Trying to the, see
3: people? Well, the ones that had paid five thousand for those tickets or they got lucky with the lottery.
4: Yes. And then when you're in the when it's raining and the stands are empty, I'm like, guys. This is your one chance to go to the Masters. I don't give a damn if it's hailing. If they're playing golf, you better be out there. The stands were empty. But I think they have also other cool stuff on the grounds. There's underground. not
3: There's clubhouses. You can hang out where it's all elite. There's fireplaces from the 1800s. No, no, great,
4: great, great fireplaces, but you're not seeing them play golf. Right, but you're inside. You're drinking I don't a $2 care tulip. If it's a $2 tulip, if it is golf is going on, Come hell or high water, if you paid or you were invited to the Masters, and this is the only time you're ever going to get to go, you go out and watch. And so if you are watching it, it's for the love of the
3: game because these people can't live bet. I don't believe you can even bet in Georgia.
4: Well, you can't have your phone out,
3: so you can't live bet. That's what I'm saying. So you must have had to place the bets before the tournament even started. Or you're just there for the love of golf and Which you, I the experience. It. I understand that exists. I get it. But most of us now are picking golfers, and they probably had their good old boys tournament where you pick it with your buddies.
4: Yes, like I did, where we pick six golfers, and you freaking, you know, your lowest two golfers don't count. Well, first of all, Will Taurus freaking withdraws before he even tees off. Then WD. he had, then he had back surgery. Didn't know that. Okay, cool. Thanks, Will. It would have helped
3: if I knew he had a bad back.
4: Yeah, and then uh, I had five golfers left. One of them made the cut. That's brutal. That In DraftKings, that's not going to win you One anything. out of
3: six made the cut. Usually, Woo! we would do it in DraftKings. We would do it when we pick golfers. You'd have to have four
4: make yes. the cut to have a chance to win. That's exactly what I aim for is four out of six to make the cut. So how did you do? Did you make any money? I got dead last, my golfers, <laughs> for the, uh. the the weekend. My total was plus 66. Uh, And then what was a winning total? Like minus... 20? Yeah. So I lost
3: by about 80 strokes. And they also did another thing where the golfers that didn't have to deal with the rain were plus 18. If you had to deal with the rain, you were plus 88 in yes. the actual golf game.
4: And that's what's amazing. It is was a huge disadvantage. John Rahm had all the bad weather that he had to deal with. He right. had to play multiple. And he still. Dumb. Brooks Kepka had perfect weather every single time. Like he didn't have to battle those elements. And Brooks admitted to that. It was that, uh, So that's how impressive John Rahm was. It was so impressive for him to not only battle the weather, be four strokes down, go, and then he just, like Sunday, I was expecting this is going to be so exciting, it's going to be, boom, shot for shot. It wasn't. It was a snooze fest.
3: Well, because all the guys that were going to be close, can't who was the other one? Uh, Hovland, Hovland. Oh, my God. And then God. also Kepka, they all S the bed.
4: All of them. But they were all above par. Just shooting left. Right. It was so boring. Like, after the seventh hole... You could have turned that off because it never got close again. There was no, like, oh my gosh, John Rom looks like he's about to fall apart. Oh, Brooks looks like he's about to r- make a run. It was a snooze fest.
3: Might as well play this music. We only get to play it once a year. But the be- betting account for the couples is down to $70. We did a $20 uh, bet when Kepka was like even money. It was basically pick Rom or Kepka.
4: And you picked Rom.
3: Dude, no, no, no. Oh, you oh, picked no, Kepka. No. No. Rom hits it in the woods. In this tournament, he hit 48 out of 72 fairways. The ones I watch, he S's the bed down the stretch. This one, all the, I guess maybe the Masters is easy to hit the fairway. I don't think it is. Did you see the clip where the the Amy? he goes, man, I've played some tougher
4: courses than the Masters. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> what an absolute idiot. <laughs> now, it was pretty cool to watch him. But then he got old. Get him out of here. Yes, exactly. But I did, I was cheering for him to make the top twelve he because did. then he, No. He got like sixteenth. He
3: won. I thought it said a quarter of a million. No, no. He gets no money.
4: Right, because he's an amateur. But right, but he was taught. but if you're top twelve, you get automatically invited back to next year's masters. So he just needed like one more birdie to make it to next year's masters, and he missed it by like one stroke because he was in sixteenth, and I think that would have taken him to twelfth. Gotcha. So he's not invited back. And then the funny part is He had a tee time this morning at 8.30 a.m. for the Aggie Invitational. Okay, did he hit it? He had to get home
3: because he had to play 36 holes today. Oh, dude, he's going to be followed around at that tournament, and he's the big D on campus for sure. And he has
4: to be exhausted, mentally exhausted from grinding
3: for four days at the Masters. I get it's the Masters, but when you go home to your wife, is 18 holes of golf really that exhausting? Yes. I would kind of agree with that, actually, especially if you throw in a couple drinks.
4: It is exhausting, and the pressure that they're—we're not even studying it like them are. Their course is so much harder, and you have to calculate every shot. So He's not. His caddy is. But he still has to hit it in the mental anguish that they are going through, standing over every single putt. Why was he in Butler Cabin? Because he gets the low amateur. Oh, Low amateur is, gets awarded. What I don't even know what they get awarded, but I, I do have a question about Butler c- Cabin. So they give John Rahm the coat, right? And it's this whole hoopla. They put the coat on him. Cool. They have this interview with him right there, and that, it's an intimate interview. I mean, Nance has been in
3: there farting for about twenty minutes.
4: Very awkward. Very weird. The, the the stupid amateur dude. He he exits stage right. Like he says, they say, "Get the hell off the camera. No one cares about you. Get out of here, you dumbass." But he was still on camera. No, but they moved him out. And then Scheffler leaves, and they have this intimate interview. Cool. So he put the green jacket on for the first time, like, oh, great. Then they go out to the 18th green, and they do it all again. Then that shouldn't happen. I, I don't understand. Like, he comes back out on the 18th green, and he doesn't have the green jacket on, and then they slip the green jacket on him, like, oh, this is the first. No, he's already put the green jacket on. Just leave it on him. Yeah, Jim
3: Nance, he's been awesome at the Final Four and at the Masters. It's He's so slow. And he's a traditionalist. It needs to turn more into a TikTok event. Boom, you show this, that. It, I don't know why they do this sit-down like they're at their grandparents' house. It's tradition like none other. He cre- he invented that.
4: No, I I understand. But I don't understand why you put the green jacket on him in the ceremony inside, and then you make him take it off, go outside, and act like he's never had the green jacket on before. Right. That's a big mess up. That's There's no continuity. It makes no. It's like, I get it, you're setting up an award show outside, and you want people to see it, but... Here's the thing. If you already put the green jacket on, just have him come outside in the green jacket so everybody can see him. Sort of like when the bride and groom arrive to the reception, you say, and for the first time ever, Mr. and Mrs. uh, Samantha Jones. Yay! Shane and John Doe. They clap, and here they come for their first dance. So when he comes out of Butler Cabin with his green jacket on, you say, and for the first time ever, I present to you the 2023 Masters Champion. John Rom and they clap instead they do the whole pony show where Sheffler has the jacket folded over his arm and they announce his name and he comes up and Sheffler puts the green jacket on him again
3: why it's a continuity issue me and my wife picked these out on lifetime movies all the time a guy will go into a room with a coat on and then they'll show him in the room without the
4: coat oh it's low budget there's a there's a movie I believe it is called school ties And the dude... It's a porn. No, it is not. And I believe Robin Williams is in it. I think that's right. rest in peace. Rest in peace. And I think maybe Robin Williams is the one that breaks his leg in the movie, and half the movie the cast is on the left leg, the other half of the movie the cast is on the right leg. That's a mess up. How can you be that... Like, How do you mess up that big of a
3: detail? And there's, I believe, one of the newer one, Game of Thrones or something. It's supposed to be end of world, and they show the camera crew in the end of world scene. No. Because they're doing some aerial thing. That's funny. It might not have been that one, but it's one of the popular ones.
4: Yeah, I don't know. I saw another one where there was something on a desk, and then they are talking, talking, and all of a sudden, something the, the thing that was on the desk disappears from the desk. I don't remember what it was, but I remember telling my wife, I was like, Did you not notice that? That's the, why why?" There's errors all the time, but it's pretty funny that they're that big. How... I mean, the cast, him being in a cast, a broken leg, is a big part of the movie. How do you mess that one up? That's what I want to know. But it, it, but the Masters was boring. Like, Easter Sunday, I was like, oh my gosh, sorry kids, I gotta ignore you. But after about the 10th hole, I was like, you know what? I don't have to ignore you anymore because this is over. It and is- you feel like a bad
3: person watching the Masters on Easter. You should be doing something more edifying, I would say. Yes. But it only falls once every six years. So we don't have to deal with this until we're in our 40s. For me, you 50s. I'm
4: already in my 40s. It'll be my late 40s. I won't be in my 50s in six years. Eddie will be in his 60s. Eddie won't be around anymore. He already left this pod. He'll be done. He'll be retired. He'll be whatever. And I feel like he's already regretting it. Because you know what happens, and this is what's going to happen to Eddie, is it's sort of what happens to these coaches that retire. All they know what to do is coach. And so once they retire, they die. If you're not working... All of a sudden, you're like, "What am I going to do with my life?" He's getting like Bobby Bowden, like it's like he retired, and I feel like two years later he was dead. Uh, Joe Paterno, he retired two years later, he's like dead. You saying Eddie's going to die? I'm worried that he's he was working all the time, and then he goes from working all the time to doing nothing. Well, he's, he's still working. He's just he's trying to clear
3: out, carve one extra hour with his family, but his kids are at school. Aren't they? His Kids
4: are at school. It's not even he's not even going to get time with his family. So saying he needs more family time, that makes no sense. But you're always pushing back. And they do it at our
3: clubhouse, too, where they say, hey, you guys got to host these events. And we said, whoa, 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 whoa. We're not going to host multiple events a week. We're only getting so-and-so of a discount. So we said now What's the
4: so-and-so, so-so discount? Dude, it
3: used to be real significant. It was uh, free at one point. Well, okay, <laughs> but now, now it is significant. I mean, it's not a thousand, but it's pretty darn close.
4: Like, are we talking thirty percent of the rent? Yeah, forty percent. Yeah, fifty percent. No, no, it's like thirty. Okay,
3: so you do that, and then one or two events a month. That's amazing. That's what we worked it to. We pulled an Eddie. We said we're not doing two events a week, and you only give us this discount. These events take a lot of our time. We have to get the products. We go on Amazon, order stuff. So we pulled an Eddie. We said, that's too much work, push back. push back, and it actually ended up being a good negotiation. I hope that's the case for Eddie.
4: I mean, he was already looking in the window this but
3: morning. I don't know if he meant to that to be funny or if he really did want to come in here and talk, and then he got
4: us and he just walked down the hallway. I think, <coughs> sorry, he wanted to come in here, but he felt like it was too soon. Like he was like, if I come back already, I look like a puppy that doesn't have anywhere to go. And he ha- he right now he's a puppy with nowhere to go. Well, and that's another analogy. Is he sad now that there was the breakup? Because in the
3: moment, you always have a fight. I'm breaking up with you. I'm leaving. You get the house. I'm going to go stay at a whore's house. And then <laughs> the breakup happens, the weekend, the drinks end, and you want to be back in the relationship.
4: Yes. You realize after two or three days how lonely you are. You think you're, you're going to be better off without that person. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay. And you want to know how stressed I was about this? I'm going to tell you what happened to me this weekend right after the break.
0: At bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
1: Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey
6: fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robet. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, a daily podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. It's molecular, you know. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: So just imagine it. It's Friday night. I've got my boxers on. I, I, I sleep naked, actually. And I'm asleep naked. And I have a dream that it was podcast time come Monday morning. And so don't, present day, don't ask me why, but we were in my neighbor's garage and my neighbor had microphones and everything all set up and we are starting to do the podcast and Eddie's there and he's, and then he realizes six minutes into the pot. He's like, the hell am I doing here? Why did I show up? And he leaves. And then my neighbor, Chris comes out and sees us in his garage, using his microphones and gets all pissed off. He's like, why are you using my equipment? I, and And it has, it's a stupid dream. But the fact that I dreamed about the future of the pod, I don't know what the hell's wrong with me. Also, it wouldn't sound good in a garage, I'm telling you right now, audio-wise. Well, I'm not saying it would have sounded good. I'm just saying, so then Chris thinks he should be part of the pod, even though he's never even heard the pod. He's like, you guys think you're can? you doing a podcast? Oh, I can be on the podcast. And he sits down at a mic and he thinks, but- Pixley? No, it wasn't Pixley. It was my neighbor, Chris. That's what I'm saying. It was just a weird dream that the fact that I it was stressing me out enough that I dreamed about it on the weekend. That's not a good sign. Also, the fact you're dreaming about guys, I would say ninety percent of dreams are chicks. What do you dream
3: about? Chicks all the time. Like, tell me more. I mean, I think most recently it was I. I actually randomly had a dream, dude. A lot of time I dream about work.
4: So I see. Guess, that's what I'm saying. It's work, and I don't. It's, even know if it's either co- work, my wife, or chicks. I don't know if it's a work dream or if it's a work nightmare. It, that's a
3: nightmare. I think you just dream about people you're around a lot. So I dream about our friends, like randomly, I'll dream about the Dodds. There's other friends that we hang out with that I dream about them. I feel like if you see people a lot during the day, you're going to dream about them. Maybe that's why you had the Eddie thing. It sucks there were no girls involved. It was just dudes.
4: Yes. And then after the podcast, like we get done with the last podcast with Eddie and my wife's so like, hey, I just picked up my sister from the airport. You want to go to lunch with us? And I don't know how you, I mean, I don't know why I Is this
3: real life or dream? This is
4: real life. Okay. And I was just like, man, I don't really want to go anywhere. Like, it was a sad moment in my life. And I know it's so stupid to say this and to be down about it. But I was just like, I guess I'll meet you for lunch. She's like, she only comes to visit once a year. You should come. And I'm like, great. All right. Let me go. And we go have lunch. And they're all happy, (laughs) chatting Kathy's because they're freaking catching up on old times. And I'm just like. Yeah, that's cool, guys. That's cool. Yeah. We did our last pod with Eddie today. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry about that. Well, did you know that she did this and she did that? That's great, you know. Yeah. So how was the pod? It was sad, you know what I mean? Like, it was weird. It was. I thought Eddie wrote a good speech. It was, oh, yeah, that, that Okay. All right, enough. Life goes on. And then my wife is like, you got to understand that when one door closes, a window opens. And I'm like, what the hell do you mean? She goes, <laughs> There's other opportunities out there. And I said, I understand that. And it's gonna it's gonna evolve. It's gonna, we're gonna figure it out. But it's just weird right now. It felt weird. Yeah, and did, we don't get a crap load more money. Did you get sad did, did you did you have any sadness after the
3: Eddie podcast? Dude, I gotta tell you what, his
4: exit, it was pretty good. Do one thing
3: for me. You're watching sports, you get a hunch, put a dollar on it. Take him to Aruba.
4: And bleep that shit.
3: I gotta tell you, man, when I heard I listened back to the podcast. Did the you gym, really? Not that I cried, but I was definitely, man, he he gave us a good little exit. That it, speech. Speech was well done. It felt like
4: someone going to the live tournament. Like Eddie decided, even though he retired, he he he's not doing it. But watching the PGA tour, like watching the Masters this weekend, I felt like it had to be so weird between the Live players. And the freaking PGA Tour players. they talked. They did talk. Kev and Rom were joking
3: with each other. For a little bit. And then it got real quiet. And then Cantlay went slow. They said it was a bitch to be behind Cantlay. I guess they were so slow.
4: Which you don't really know on TV because they cut to other golfers. So you can't really see what's going on. You know what I mean? Like they cut to this hole. They cut to that hole. So you just think, oh, wow, okay, it's just a normal time because I don't realize how much time has gone between Rom sh- driving and then Rom sh- hitting at the green,
3: but much like Eddie leaving us, he's going to realize that he misses us, dude. I miss those live guys. I miss Brooks. We didn't see DeShambo, but we saw Phil you, a little
4: bit. You didn't see DeShambo, because he was terrible. Dustin Johnson, terrible. Um, Sergio Garcia, terrible. Like, and then Brooks comes out and he did. He he admitted something that I thought was very interesting. He said
3: very telling
4: that if he was healthy and playing golf like he. W- what is now, then he it would, would have, have stayed. A- yes. So he only did it as a cash grab. He so did it as a cash grab because he, he was worried that his career, maybe the injuries were going to hold him back from playing good golf and maybe his career was on the way down. And so he's like, I better get paid while I can. And so a little bit of me deep down, I think Brooks misses the PGA Tour.
3: Right, because he's there every week. A lot of people see it and talk about it. The live note, you can't find it. Then, I Why mean, didn't any of them wear a live thing? Phil did. He did? Patrick Reed did.
4: I didn't even know the logo. Neither did I. <laughs> I, I, I. I didn't swear. even know they were doing I it. I looked at Phil and I was like, he looks the wearing all black. He just looked weird. Dude, he was at his own funeral. That's what I'm saying. He looked weird and sad. That might have been the last time we see Phil. And Friday. that's when when my buddy texted and goes, damn, Phil wearing the Live logo. And I was like, that's what that is? And they said they're con- contractually obligated to wear it. Brooks didn't wear it. And then Harold Varner, I mean, is Harold Varner going to be getting kicked off live? Did you see what he said? No. He said uh, some about this message that we're out to spread the game. That's just bullshit. He goes, it was a money grab. It, it, all this saying we're, we're spreading the game. No, we all went for the money. Cam Smith, he didn't really do great. He didn't do great. Didn't see him on TV. And everybody like, kept going on there and saying, oh, see, live players aren't washed up. Well, see, Brooks, what happens when you have to play four rounds? It's a lot harder. You have 18 holes to mess it up, and that's exactly what you did. Liv, you would be the Masters champion.
3: Yeah, I. W- Sunday morning was a lot better than Sunday evening. Yeah, oh, 100%. Suck, that was, wasn't even close. I We lost our bet. We did Kepka. I turned it off. I didn't want to see Rom win.
4: I lost my bet because on Thursday when Hovland had a – he was minus seven, and the next closest person was minus three. I was talking to Kevin – k-dog and i was like dude Havlin out there tearing it up he goes oh he sucks he won't win it and i said i'll bet you 20 bucks he finishes top three did he nope he just because he died on because he died on sunday like out of nowhere i thought okay this guy plays in cold weather he's from like norway or sweden or oslo or wherever the hell he's from they have cold weather there he'll be great at this God, he sucked.
3: See, it is cool. We got the Amy, and we talked about on the podcast about there being an Amy, and then there ended up being an Amy finish. But it kind of sucked him being on TV all the time. I liked it. Uh, Who else did you want to see? Speed. It would have been cool if they showed her. Well, they showed Speed. Phil. Why did I mean? No, they started
4: showing Phil yesterday afternoon when he was making a run. The last four or five holes, they were showing Phil because he was starting to make birdie, 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 which was great, fine, great. But Phil. You're still, I mean, live. Okay, great. Now you're going to go back to irrelevancy, and we're not going to see you until the PGA championship or whatever major's next. And don't care about those guys. See,
3: those fairways, though, for the most part, were your local Muni, right? The Masters is known for their hour or their glass greens. But it's very hilly. It doesn't look that hilly on TV. How come no guys were hitting it into the woods? There was no way to come back from a lot. There was something like it was almost nearly impossible for somebody to come Kevko back. Kevka was Rom. hitting
4: in the woods. Rom, Rom hit a couple on the pine straw. Which is what I remember him always doing. Like, I remember Bubba Watson. I will never forget his shot from the pine or Phil from the pine straw. Boom. Going for it on the par five and, and nailing it. And that's like, holy crap, he went for it. There was no dram- no dramatics whatsoever.
3: You see the video footage of Grandpa Tiger limping? Dude. I mean, dude, it might be over for him. It's over. Did you hear? Somebody said a screw was coming out in one of his prosthetic legs. No. Somebody said uh, another tournament he had to withdraw because a screw was exposed on one of his legs. It looked. I mean, dude, Robo uh, robot is done.
4: I I, and that's the thing. I I think. I mean, I, I don't know. We say this every time, but at some point Tiger has to realize that he's done. Like it's over. Like he can go play the Masters every single year because he has lifetime exemption because he wears he won the green jacket, so he can go back and play the Masters whenever he wants. But the time of him playing tournaments, it's I think it's over. Like his body is just telling him, "Hey, Tiger, we can't do this." And it's hard to accept because he's the greatest, greatest of all time. He's the greatest golfer. He's never gonna catch Jack. In majors. But he's a better golfer than Jack Nicklaus. He's better. He's absolutely better. But to watch him out there, it was so sad. And they didn't even camera him a lot. I think they felt bad. I think it was sort of like, oh, my God, this guy is barely able to walk. And also, when he was doing bad, I mean, can we not pop him a
3: couple oxys and get him a nice warm meal at Perkins? And
4: get him behind the car and let him crash into another tree?
3: He overcame the car crash, uh, the first one with the pills and stuff, but the car crash at 80 miles an hour, dude, it's tough to come back from
4: that. It's it, His body just can't do it. And it's great. that He he battled through. He made the cut, which I don't know how. He was so bad, and then Justin Thomas just shit the bed. And he makes the cut, and then he's like, you know what? This weather, I'm out of here. Like, this is so bad. Like, my body hurts. I'm not going to come back and win. I came here. what I I got out of what I wanted to do. I made the cut for the 23rd straight time at the Masters, and that's all I care about. And now I'm going to withdraw. Yeah. It's it, it's bad. And golf... He was ready to go. He was ready to go. But Kepka, he, he looked good. Um,
3: But now but, we're not going to see him. I understand. So we're never going to see any of these guys in any PGA, only the Masters.
4: No, they'll be able to play in the the Open, the British Open, the oh, okay. U.S. Open, all and right. the P, I, I believe, but I don't know. I, I don't know all the rules. But once they're not ranked high enough in the rankings, they're not going to be in these tournaments. Because you have to... Uh, get these points for playing in tournaments and that's how you qualify for some of these right and they're not getting points for being on the live they don't get those points so past major champions yes and they're still rated high enough in the world right now that they're going to be able to get in but pretty soon they're going to be gone here's my question are women
3: into this are into what bastards and i can answer my own question because thank you I came home from Great the, question. I came home from the gym on Saturday morning, did not even turn the TV on and it was on. And guess what it was on? It was on The Masters. And I said, "Bazer, did you turn on The Masters?" She had a little scratch on it and she was watching The Masters. That's good. The scratch ended up going to the wayside. If you just look at the crowd, there's women everywhere. Right, but a lot of those, man, I feel like they're just sucking the ring. A lot of them are with their rich husbands, and that's the one weekend of the year they can't be with the girls drinking mimosas. So they got to suck it up and go be some arm candy for their guy.
4: I disagree. It was an
3: interesting crowd, dude. I was looking at some of them. A lot of those people you could tell, CEOs, owners of stuff. Were there kids? Yes. And if there were kids, dude, those kids were rich as.
4: That's what I am wondering. If you are bringing your kid to the master's. You are a multi-multi-millionaire. Because I would think most people, if you get tickets... Because the kid doesn't appreciate it. Ding, ding, ding. It's a a once-in-a-lifetime for most people to get a ticket to the Masters. So if you get two tickets, are you going to bring your best friend that's going to enjoy it? Are you going to bring your nine-year-old kid that is just like, oh, cool, this is the Masters, and really has no appreciation for it and doesn't get the, the... the grand scheme of it, they don't realize how big a deal it is to be at the Masters at that age.
3: Or also, if you're bringing the kids, do you not have one friend as an upper management guy? You don't have one bro that you bring your kids. Because I'm sure every guy would choose. I mean, dude, I saw a couple kids that were nine. They're, they don't care what about I'm that. Unless they're about to be the next Tiger Woods, you're not bringing your nine-year-old. So to say that some of these guys, when they rise and live in the mansion in the perfect life and perfect car? They don't have friends. Or they think it's more important to take their kid than their friend. Because, I mean, I could think of a handful. Eddie, maybe we don't take him now, but I got you. Eddie, Dodd, Justin, uh, my buddy Bill, Baser. Billy. Uh, Billy. Danny. South Beach. South Beach. I got 10 people I could bring.
4: I don't know who I would bring.
3: Garrett, Forrest. See, that's the— No, I don't, box. No, no, no,
4: no. Kid, you no. got an extra ticket for me? I don't think Kid would care about the Masters. For- he wouldn't? No, Forrest doesn't care about golf. Forrest does not play Chest golf. Day. Chess Day does not play golf. My roommate from college, John, would have a freaking heart attack if I took him to the Masters. So I don't know. If I had to pick one person to take, I don't know who I would take. And so that leads me to
3: this. Can, can we go play the Masters today? No. But what if we had unlimited money?
4: No. Who gets to play it? I, don't, I know they have like today for all the media covering it, they have a random drawing. And so media members get to play Augusta today. Dang. That's pretty awesome. Or media. But we would have to get a media pass to go cover the Masters. And then we get put in a drawing. And then we get picked and we get to play on that Monday. Oh,
3: yeah. And we can't take off Mondays. Therein lies the problem.
4: Ding, ding, ding. That's their full-time job. Like, I was looking at some Golf Digest uh, writer. He's playing the Masters That his, his name is Christopher Powers. His first time being in the drawing for the media, and he got picked. That's sick. See, some media, they're not going to get paid as much money, but
3: bloggers, video people, photographers, those type of people, their schedule floats. They're freelance. So they can always extend a weekend. Correct. If somebody says, hey, we'll give you $900 to get off this flight, they can do that. We can't. When you're in media, on TV, and radio, you always have to stick to a strict schedule.
4: Yes. Which sucks. And we're going to play Would You Rather after this, because I want to know your answer to the question that was posed on the Facebook page, and we'll do it right after this.
5: The way we lean on our mothers, our grandmothers, our sisters, our friends. We're just each other's pulse. I mean, it's
6: molecular, you know? Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Someone posted on the Facebook page. It was a picture. And it was Augusta National. And it said, would you rather have Sunday passes to the Masters for the rest of your life or play Augusta one time? Would you rather, Ray? Uh, I would
3: easily Sunday passes for the rest of my life because, dude, I would chop it up. I'm telling you right now on Azalea 13, I would for sure hit it in the woods. There's no, My shot doesn't go the way that it, I'm going to get... So for me to be able to hook it into the fairway, I'm going to have to go way into the trees. So you're not going to find that ball. And then when I'm trying to make it over Ray's Creek, crazy it's also named my name, there's no way I'm making it in in that shot. And I'm going to hit it into the creek, and then I'm going to have to drop, and then it's not a special hole. I'm not going to enjoy these holes because they're all a nightmare. That course doesn't play to my game. My local Muni does, McCabe, because I can hit it to that fairway Two fairways away, and then come back onto my fairway. That, that with Masters, there's no way I could play that with my game right now.
4: Well, no, no, no. It doesn't matter how good or bad your game is.
3: But I'm telling you, it would be stressful because there, I would lose so many balls out. You there.
4: You would lose so many balls, and you would not care because you are playing Augusta it, National. It would still
3: piss me off. It would be. It wouldn't. You're not allowed to drink. I'm not allowed to have my couple drinks that I have in my bag. Uh. They don't have a cart girl, dude. I'm just telling you. I would get give me sun every Sunday for the rest of my life because that's sixty years.
4: Here's the deal: the answer is play Augusta. Play Augusta one time for memories that will last you a lifetime. Because it's expensive to go to the Masters every Sunday. The final, you would have to get there. You'd have to rent a place to to, to live to stay. You would have to take off work. It's hard to go to the masters. And after a while, guess what? It gets old. I guarantee you, it's just like anything in life. You're like, oh my God, I could never get tired of going to concerts. Guess what? We've been in this, our job for how many years? Do you still go to every single concert? Or is it some of them you're like, Psh, I don't want to go to that concert. <sighs> exactly. It gets, you get jaded. So after about 10 masters, you're going to be like, man, I don't want to go this year. Oh, Levin Mass, I don't want to go this year. I don't really want to go this year. Next thing you know, it's been 10 years and you haven't gone. You're wasting those passes. It is play Augusta. You will be one of the select few to ever play one of the greatest courses on this planet. The, the, a tradition like none other. What, is that what
3: the slogan is? I came up with it in the 1980s and I didn't make a dime off of it. I'm Jim Nance and I came up with a tradition unlike any other. And now they use it, and I don't even get paid.
4: A tradition like any other. But he already makes millions of dollars being on the broadcast, I bet. He's on everyone. It is amazing to play Augusta. That's the only answer. I'm sorry. It doesn't matter how bad you are. Just to soak it up and to walk on the green and cross over Ray's Creek and go over the bridge and amen corner. I mean, it would be so incredible to soak it in, the azaleas, the pine straw, to go hit out of the pine straw like Phil and Bubba and all the others that have ever done it and to walk up the same, and the 18th fairway, Tiger Woods as the ch- crowd is cheering, to have that feeling of what they do, there's nothing else that compares to it. I don't care. And, and here's the thing. Going to Augusta on Sunday? Did you see how many damn people are there? Well, and there's you're, one about, o- you're about you're about twenty five people deep. You ain't going to see shit anyway. Dude,
3: thought the same thing. If you're not front row on, let's say, fifteen, we're watching it better on TV than you are.
4: One hundred percent. I would rather be there. I think on Thursday or Friday when it's a little less crowded because Sunday you are going to have to fight for a spot. and If you don't get a good spot. Hey, sucks to be, and if you go, do you just go sit at 18 and wait for eight hours for the leaders to get there, and then you have no idea what's going on around the course? Right, So and they don't have their phones, so right. all they're doing
3: is looking at boards in there, so they're missing. Uh, they're it, missing all the great and shots. some of them weren't even on the best, I didn't feel like that was the best hole that they were on. They were on the stupid par three.
4: The par three's cool, though, because you see the, that's what I'm saying, like.
3: No, but they're doing little bit shots. I want to see where they're cranking the shit out of it. That's what I'm saying. How do you decide where you're going to sit? It's just my it- boy uh, went to practice rounds on Monday and Tuesday. Okay. Who's your boy? Uh, Christian. He just DMs me, never really met him. And okay. I, uh, he goes, I was there Monday and Tuesday, just practice rounds, but it's insane. And I said, How did you get in? And he goes, My family gets tickets each year. No place like Augusta. Pretty sweet. You can't take a phone in, keeps people chatty. All right, I didn't ask for that. But I no, guess- that, I, do,
4: I do like asking, that. good old boy. That's all you do it. I do like that you're not allowed to take your phone in. But so you people, can take your phone. They just can't catch you with it. Well, you're not allowed to pull it out. And I bet you they have security everywhere. And I bet you people will tell on you. So you, can, you can't sneak up
3: one picture? No chance. That's how tight
4: security I is. I think it's that tight. No,
3: we have stuff where they say, oh, this artist says no video. Okay,
4: yeah, different between an artist and Augusta. I think Augusta is a different level. And if they see because on, it, because, online, because in it, trouble. Right. At Augusta, it's daily. at a concert, it's dark. It's easier to take out a phone and snap a pic. Here, everybody's around you. Everybody's following the rules. You don't know who's security. You don't know who it, who isn't security. It's sort of like at a casino. You think, oh, my God, all these people are walking around gambling and are just normal folks. No, some of those are actually security, just dressed as normal folks. You try some shit. You're on the ground. Really? Hell, yeah. I don't think they're doing that at South Point. Every casino. Nah. 100%. There's no
3: way when I was in Tunica they can afford, because Tunica's not getting okay. nicer.
4: Okay, maybe not Tunica.
3: So that, when I see I'm places, talking Vegas. I know. But when I see Tunica, it's not just one size fits all. I'm telling you, they don't have undercover cops. And also, I don't know how much money they're making, because that place
4: is dilapidated. They're still making money. But they're not making Vegas money. No, no, no. Nowhere makes Vegas money. Vegas is a different animal.
3: Because they have all, they can, they charge more for rooms. They get you distracted with flamingo girls, tits, ass.
4: Girls dancing on the table. Oh, you know what? Blackjack, we used to pay three to two. Now we only pay six to five. So they're making even more money. They're taking money out of your pocket and you don't even realize it. But the average gambler goes to Vegas. Ah, you know what? Six to five. Who cares? Let me play blackjack. I'm drunk. Woo. Hey, I'm going to send the party pit. Oh, if I get a blackjack, I get a thing of beads. Woo.
3: Hey, Missy, give me another drink. I'd love to have it and suck it down.
4: I'd love to do that, but yes, that—that was that. The master's kind of boring. Sunday anticlimactic, and it was. We watched
3: it. That was the second time that day. I mean, we saw it in the morning. That was kind of my master's fill, and then after that, I'm done.
4: Well, yes, and then because you got to wait three hours for the leader, I'm like, okay, I don't really care about who's teeing off the first you know, half of the day because it's like, all right, they're down ten strokes. And
3: Rami, I, I don't even know if it was a real quote. Kepka said he went to the bathroom seven times they were playing that slow, and uh, he was eating sandwiches and stuff.
4: That's pretty funny. Yeah. I don't know if that was real, too. I don't know. I don't know if he really went, but he was being saying that's how – Like, and they were still waiting. But – the drama
3: in the mba dude i was going to tweet out what we'll talk me, about monday masters
4: and mba and i already would have called two of them let me tell you you were on fire with the social media this weekend i had to be you were hilarious well we had an easy day on friday can i can, so. can how did you do the, the the twitter profile picture
3: i all i did was just scratch it out is that all you yeah, did yeah i went on instagram scratched it out and then just threw it on there and also, with you posting it, I thought you're going to, you posted it at a good time on Friday, but I also was doing a little bit of the work earlier in the day. So it looked like we put out the podcast and then immediately we scrubbed him from everything, <laughs> which it wasn't like that at all. We'd recorded it 24 hours ago.
4: It was so funny, though. I looked at the picture and I'm like, holy hell, he got rid of Eddie. And then your <laughs> quote, here's the tweet that was so freaking funny. It said, where the hell is it? Not really saying if we're ready to get to date again, if it's just a guy or a girl. We ended in on amazing terms with Eddie. He's a really great guy, and we were just at two different places on our, in our lives, Sisson and Bizzle. So freaking uh, funny! I
3: wanted to create the analogy
4: like we were breaking up. It was a divorce. No, no, it's great. Okay, it, it, it was it was really funny. Yeah. But then the NBA this weekend, unbelievable. Aren't the Timberwolves going to the playoffs? They are in the playing game. They play the Lakers. I think tomorrow they're or- screwed. Well, Why are they screwed? The dude broke his arm. Well. <laughs> That's that's only one of the guys. Their best defender. Well, Rudy Gobert is supposed to be their best defender. But the one guy, he gets so mad, he punches a wall on the way back to the locker room and breaks his hand, breaks his finger, whatever. He's out. Then Rudy Gobert tries to punch Kyle Anderson during, damn a, history. W- during a timeout on the bench. And so Rudy Gobert gets sent home. He gets sent home like, hey, man, we're not going to need you today. Go home. When it, they said it all stemmed from them telling each other what to do, right? Yeah, he said, why don't you box some shots? <laughs> why don't you rebound more or something? Yeah, and then he goes, I'll knock you out, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> and Rudy Gobert swung at him, and then supposedly
3: they got back into it again in the locker room. So, I mean, that's a team that's not going to do well in the playoffs.
4: you got to take Lakers then. But here, here's the greatest part of this. They gave up four first-round picks, a pick swap, and they owe Rudy Gobert, and they gave up like four other players for Rudy Gobert, and they still own $200 million, and they're in the play-in game. What a dumb! i mean, you want to talk about a trade going absolutely wrong, absolutely terribly wrong. It was a bad trade from the beginning, but then they have to play the Lakers. They have to just win one game, and they're in the playoffs. They play the Lakers, and if they lose, they play the winner of uh, who the hell plays the other one. Because that's this week. What
3: I didn't realize is hockey and basketball, it almost ends at the exact same time, and it's this week. Hockey, this is the final one for hockey, and NBA is just about donezo. And so then there's amazing odds for will this team make the playoffs, who will win the playoff game. If you want to go for dogs... I saw where you can pick Calgary Flames plus three times your money. The Preds to make the playoffs plus ten times your money. But they money. only have
4: three games left to make up the points. I
3: get and that. And I don't even know how. I mean. They're only a couple. All they only need is a couple wins. I got a question. But they play the Avalanche. You get two points for a win, one for an overtime win. It's that simple.
4: No. it's not, No way. Yeah.
3: Well, you get one for a tie, though. There's no ties. It's an overtime win. They now have shootouts and stuff. There's never been a tie. There hasn't been ties in years. Oh, you're right. Yeah. So that's how it's figured. It's actually pretty easy, but the Preds play the Avalanche and the freaking, a bunch of tough teams, so that's why it's plus 10.
4: Yeah, so the Lakers play the Timberwolves, and you assume the Lakers are going to win that game. Then the Timberwolves play the winner of the Pelicans and Thunder. Pelicans are good. It, Thunder can fly. The Pelicans are good, and Zion Williamson doesn't play.
3: He's still he's a, He sat Hamstring. out 60% of his games in the NBA. And
4: then they gave him a max contract. I don't understand the NBA. And then the Mavericks... Absolutely tanked. They missed the playoffs. Um, but they traded for Kyrie, gave up everything for Kyrie. Where they had when they traded for Kyrie, they had like a I don't know if I read this right, 80-90% chance of making the playoffs, and they didn't make the playoffs. I think they're being investigated if now they tanked. because they had to win their last two games and have somebody lose their last game, and they would have gotten the playoffs but instead against the bulls on friday they sat they played luca 13 minutes and sat everybody else sat all their starters pretty much you know the analogy of tanking
3: in life is at your job the final months if you just don't even work really that hard and in relationships there's you guys, give no effort. there's guys that tank that would then they hope it leads to a breakup
4: yeah they 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 start doing they they don't do anything But they don't give any effort hoping she'll be the one to break up with them.
3: Right. So that's what I'm saying. It should be easy to spot because in relationships, you can tell when somebody's not putting forth their full effort. That's tanking. When somebody's at work and all of a sudden they're a lame duck,
4: they're tanking. In the NBA, they should be able to tell when teams are tanking. It's crazy. And the reason the Mavericks did it is because they owe the Nets or somebody, the Knicks, I don't know who it is, They owe someone their draft pick this year if it doesn't fall inside the top 10. So if they made the playoffs, they're not going to get a top 10 draft pick. Now they have a good shot of getting a top 10 draft pick.
3: Okay, so there's reasons behind it. Maybe
4: they automatically get a top 10 pick because they didn't make the playoffs and there's only 10 teams that didn't make the playoffs. I don't know how it works. The NBA draft is totally confusing to me now because they have percentages. They don't just do like, oh, if you have – the worst record, you have the most balls. It's like the first four teams have the same percentage to get the first pick. Right. Trying to stop tanking. But you absolutely, Mavericks, they tanked. It's a smart move because you're hoping your your pick is inside the top ten so you don't lose that draft pick. So, yes, they they were going to make the playoffs and they were going to suck. And they were like, you know what? Is it really worth it? No, it's not.
3: They showed some clip where I think they missed three three-pointers in 15 seconds. Airballed all three of them. That's the so Mavericks. Bad. So, I mean, that's a straight tank job. And – and As they benched. A, they benched their entire team. Yeah, One they, game.
4: Kyrie, Hardaway. Um, I mean, that's Luca only played thirteen minutes, and they were all supposed to play. And then, like Friday afternoon, they decided, Ah, you know what? They're out. They're hurt. They they have sore foot, sore knee. Luca's only available for the first quarter. Why is he only available for the first quarter? If he's available for thirteen minutes or whatever he played, why not play him four minutes, four minutes, four minutes? Mark set.
3: Cuban, he's the brains. He he knew he, it was Tank City.
4: Yeah, and they're going to be investigated. They're going to, get, they're going to get busted, and I don't know what happens. I mean, I don't know how you can— Cuban probably thought he could outsmart the NBA, which most times he does because he freaking bought a team. Yes, and then the Eastern Conference, Miami Heat against the Atlanta Hawks, ugh, puke fest. Toronto Raptors and the Chicago Bulls, puke fest. No interest in any of those games. But but
3: I will say, at plus 500, I know you love the Suns. You, you've been absolutely in love with they're them. They're awesome.
4: But what Warriors— Plus five times your money to win the West? Dude, how about, here's the thing. Sacramento finally makes the playoffs after however many years, and they got to play the Warriors round one. Dunzo. And did you see, there's a better. He bet $25 at the beginning of the season for the Kings to win the Pacific Division. Here's the funny part. I forgot the NBA even had divisions. Because they mean nothing. It's just the Western Conference. I just look at the standings. I don't even look at divisions. He bet $25 on the Kings to win their division. They won their division, paid him $10,000. Dang, I can't believe the odds were that. Well, because their division is, here it is, the Suns, the Clippers, the Warriors, and the Lakers. There you go. But that's twenty five. But I'm telling you, if you want to make money,
3: folks, now is your time to futures bet because you have hockey playoffs, you have NBA playoffs, all of that, and then also, I mean, baseball is going to take the whole summer to play out. Now is the time to bet your futures
4: for hockey. But who are you going to bet,
3: dude? I want to bet Preds ten times your money, but they got to win against the Abs and somebody else.
4: You don't want to bet the Preds to make the playoffs. No, no, no.
3: But also with NBA, I'm telling you, it's Warriors plus five times your money to win the West. The Suns are not that impressive. They're not champion plus. The Suns are two times your money. Get the hell out of here! Only two times. You gotta watch a month of basketball to win double your money? I'll pass. I mean, give me a little parlay with the Preds or or a Calgary Flames to make the playoffs, and then do that with Warriors, and then you're watching. You get to watch basketball for the next three weeks. I'm not messing with the finals. I'm not messing with Giannis. I'm not messing with Boston. But I can tell you, the Warriors can get hot. They can because <laughs> I love Poole off the bench. Wiggins is he hurt or is he playing? He's back. He, well, then they're good. And I mean, Kyrie, Clay—that's the nucleus. That's all. It's well, a shooting well, well, game. Well, Kyrie
4: doesn't play for them. Whoever his name is, Steph. Yeah, he plays for the yeah. Warriors. He, they are fire. <laughs> I'm this, telling you, that's where it's this at. is why your couple's account
3: never has money. Never has money. No, it was Kepka. It was even money. When it was time for Koepken, I said, I watched Rom. He hits it. In the- I knew it. I knew it. We had a little bit of hedge with uh, Victor Hovland. We had a little bit of hedge with Cantlay. So you had a hedge with everybody but Rom, Dude, we would have <laughs> been perfect. The one guy I skipped on, Rom Because he hits in the woods. Every tournament, he every, down the stretch, dude, he's hooking it. And that's the one that hit. I'm like, <laughs> all right. All right, let's take one last
0: break.
4: Oh, boy.
5: The way we lean on our mothers, our grandmothers, our sisters, our friends. We're just each other's pulse.
6: I mean, it's molecular, you know? Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your
4: podcasts. Now, there's a girl, 19 years old. I don't know what the is wrong with people. Let me let me pull up the story. Oh my gosh! Oh, uh, and
3: we're not used to all these dead spots. No, we're not. Eddie. It's
4: I, I'm I'm a woman, nineteen years old. She is from Jones County, Mississippi. I don't know what Caraway is doing down there, but Caraway, if you need a chick, that you might want to look up Denise Frazier, nineteen years old, has been arrested. For performing sexual acts on a dog on social media
3: dude I saw that man that's called sodomy or what is it bestiality like what the the dog was
4: banging her <laughs> like what did you know that was illegal well I, I would say yeah because the animal can't consent how could she
3: get found out somebody she saw
4: put her? it on social media uh... she was posting videos. In my 17 years in law enforcement, this is one of the most disturbing cases that I've ever investigated, said Sergeant J.D. Carter. Dude, when
3: I was in There course- are
4: several videos that are so graphic that we are not at liberty to release them or even discuss them. Like, what the- are you doing to a dog? And why are you doing it to a dog? Was she getting money through OnlyFans? I don't know. I don't know where she's getting money or why she would be putting these videos up or what made her think, you know what? That dog right there looks like something I want to hook up with.
3: Or she went through the entire male race and switched to animals
4: because guys were that bad. Or she heard that Eddie was leaving the pod and she just lost her – she was distraught.
3: Dude, quick story. When I was in Costa Rica, some of the locals there—I mean, they do different kinds of stuff. One of the guys said that I think he said he was drunk and he ran in a field one time and hooked up with a goat.
4: Like, what? What, what do you mean? He just happened to run out there, and that—that means that doesn't just happen because you're drunk. No, and that
3: mean. No, no. You great call because the other guy then said, yeah, he did it more than once. So he would be driving in Costa Rica, there's a bunch of coffee fields, then you got your farmer's property. He would drive, and when he would see a goat, he would park the car, jump over the fence, and run and chase down a goat. That's what he told us. But what? But why? I think he liked hooking up with a goat. Like, was he normal? Yeah, he was a normal dude, and then he told us that, and we never talked to him
4: again after that. I, I just, I can't... I- and why? Why is this girl putting him on social media? That's how you get busted. I understand that, but and, and also, the like, the, and when you're in jail, like, so what do you? In, oh, drug trafficking. Oh, me attempted murder. You banging my dog? Excuse me. Oh like, yeah, I was hooking up with my dog. Huh? I, I don't know,
3: dude. That's bad, man. I, I don't get and, it. I mean, that could lead to death. That's just stuff that's not supposed to happen. Shouldn't there be like some weird virus or something? I I don't know. That's what I'm telling you. Like you can That's those are two things in the world that aren't supposed to happen. In this universe, it, there's like a a reaction for every action, and that thing is not. You're going against the grain. Like the people, they just out. They just said the world's most incest family. Oh, I saw pictures that. Oh of my god. So, oh, but it's because they're going against how you're supposed to do it.
4: That is disturbing. So, so
3: they're, they're like from West up. Virginia, right? Right, but it was all brothers and sisters. Yeah, right? I think they're like called the White Walls. <laughs>
4: oh boy!
3: And well, they you- said that they start just grunting at each other. They don't even know the English language.
4: Oh, so Caraway, if you need, if you're looking for a date, 19 year old Denise Frazier is is available. Oh, oh my gosh! Now one last email before we go, Eddie. He's ruined my podcast journey. He's ruined 2023. He's ruined my life. Just when I finally convinced my husband to put a dollar on it, menage toi, Kate. That's what she says. Sad. Listen,
3: there's there's gonna be people that are sad, but it wasn't our choice. Eddie wanted to go, so what are we gonna do? Make make it like awkward and stuff, and tell him that he has to do it.
4: Listen to the pod, to the Friday pod. I went to the Masters Wednesday on a lottery ticket. It was unbelievable. Day trip with friends, unreal place. That was from Adam Saint. Thanks Adam, thanks for rubbing it in, dude.
3: Yeah, we'll have guests on. Maybe we have an uptick in booking guests cuz it motivates us to get other some other people on. Yeah, I'm
4: going to I'm going to try to figure out how to do that.
3: I'm still trying to figure get my I get my sea legs cuz I don't I can't do the one-liners anymore. No, There's, you
4: can. See, that's the problem is you need
3: to. Right. I'm more of a Colin Coward where I could just host this on my own. So for Dan Patrick and Colin Cowherd to do a show together, it's very very difficult. Maybe it's something where I do the first half hour, then you do the next half hour.
4: I don't like that. <laughs> I, I think your one-liners are, are needed. I don't know. We'll figure it out. I, I'm worried about Eddie, though,
3: because I, I, I'm not even saying this funny. I don't want him to go to a dark place. Neither do I. Like, if he starts realizing that he messed up, I, I really don't want him to get sad, you know? You, I, there's play. You can call a therapist. There's places you can reach out to. I just don't want him to feel like he made the biggest mistake of his life. Was it? no there's bigger things I, I really don't understand it because sometimes he's still here in studio when we're doing this he yeah. could have just as easily walked in he just it. could have walked in here and the, lo- the logistics of it aren't exactly making sense I'm not able to see the forest through the trees that's not a pun with the masters but I, I hope Eddie finds happiness is he going to find another podcast no he said he's done but will at the end of the day he be happy Jim Nance, my final Masters, because I'm older than hell. And at Jim, at Butler Cabin, I farted for 30 minutes
4: straight. <laughs> All right. Have a good Monday. Jim
3: Nance. Somebody's got to replace him. Who? who? Tarika.
4: Is he going to take over the Masters?
3: Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to come in and do the final four.
4: I nominate Shane Bacon. You don't know who that is? No. I think he works for Fox. But Shane Bacon from Longview, Texas. I nominate him.
3: All right, good. The good old boys. Thank you, guys. The one thing I'm happy about the Masters Tournament being over, the good old boys can go back into their million-dollar homes.
4: But I'm so glad a live player didn't win. God almighty. 54 holes. Yeah, great. You look good for 54. When you got to play that fourth day, it gets really tough out there, Brooks. Telling you. Well, we're done till
3: Vegas. We got Sam Hunt in a week and a half, and I don't know if we can gamble anymore. Oh, I hope the Masters was fun, guys, because our account's drained.
4: All right. Have a good Monday. Oh, we got to figure out how to work. You're going to have to buzz it. This is weird. Maybe
3: we just hit this every time. Do one thing for me. You're watching sports.
4: You get a hunch. Put a dollar on it. Take him to Aruba and bleep that. Did he did he? Oh, he did. We should just get a buzz from him. We should just get a clip. No, it, we've okay. got to
3: slowly wean ourselves.
4: Yeah, we're we're becoming dependent on Eddie. That would be
3: if you break up with a chick and you're still texting her. That's kind of what we're doing. That's true. Go for it. I ain't doing that. It's never been a part of me.
4: <clears throat> That's weak. We're gonna we, guys. Send us your suggestions. We need new ideas. How do we end the pod now? Here's
3: a suggestion: We get a chick to record it. Amy or Morgan Two or Abby not bad i think you know who like that i think the truckers and i think the tug boaters and especially on uh i think it's church street in nashville the lawyers
4: ah yeah we got to figure it out all right rough first episode post eddie give us your feedback rip us apart goodbye